Chickpea producers in Saskatchewan have been dealing with a challenging plant disease issue. With more on that, here's Glenda Lee Allen-Vossler. Sherilyn Phelps is an agronomy manager with the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. She took part in this week's chickpea seminar and talked about the plant health issue that has been affecting chickpea production in the province over the last couple of years. The plant health issue has been a challenge for chickpea producers and scientists trying to figure out what's going on. The plant health issue was brought to our attention in late July 2019 and we visited the hardest hit areas and gathered samples for evaluation by researchers. Unfortunately, there was no conclusive results at that time and we are hoping and we were hoping that it was just an anomaly in 2019. Of course, we were proven wrong and in 2020, the issue did return. Fortunately, SPG was able to jump on it right away and see the fields early on. With public labs closed, we decided to send samples to a commercial lab, and with the help of a group of growers and agronomists, SPG was able to coordinate sample collection and gather field histories. The results from the plant samples came back in September and showed nothing significant that explains the chickpea health issue. There was no one residual herbicide, disease, or nutrient that seemed to be linked to this chickpea health issue. The establishment of the chickpea diagnostic team in September led by SPG through collaborations with experts in weeds, herbicides, diseases, insects, and fertility helped determine the next steps. This led to SPG coordinating the collection of soil samples in October and collaborating with researchers to do further testing. Underway is research at Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada in Saskatoon using the DNA scans to see if they can pull out populations of organisms that may be involved. Soil potassium and electrical conductivity levels are being evaluated by Dr. Jeff Shano at the University of Saskatchewan, and soil was also sent to Dr. Mario Tenuta at the University of Manitoba to be evaluated for nematodes. In November, SPG hosted a webinar, podcast, and developed a fact sheet that all showcased the results to date on the plant samples that were submitted. And those pieces of communication are still available on our website, and I encourage you to check those out if you have not seen them. In January, new project co-funding was announced through SPG and Saskatchewan Agriculture's Agriculture Development Fund to provide support to investigate the cause of this chickpea health issue and to try to reproduce the symptoms under controlled environments. This project will be carried out starting in 2021 by Drs. Michelle Hubbard and Dr. Sean Sharp at Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, as well as Dr. Jeff Shano at the University of Saskatchewan. To summarize the results to date, there is no one cause of the chickpea health issue, and it is very puzzling as well as very frustrating. We know through the work of agronomists on field histories that one consistency appears to be the environment. The majority of the fields were dry into late June in both 2019 and 2020. Rain events in late June and early July, as well as higher humidity, seem to be factors that occurred just prior to the symptoms developing. In some cases, whole fields were affected, and in others, only parts of the fields were impacted. And there was many comments made around some of these areas being areas where there was more compaction that seemed to be the worst hit areas. Such areas such as where tractors moved across the field, seed cart paths, headlands, but there was also random areas. Plant samples results, as mentioned previously, showed nothing conclusive and left everyone with more questions on what the cause could be. 
She notes that some of the work that's being done around variety differences and disease screening is giving some insights, but more work is being done through DNA sequencing. Producers interested in hearing more about some of the work that's being done should check out the Chickpea presentation on the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers website. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. Manitoba beef producers held its AGM yesterday. Ray Bittner gave an update on the Livestock Predation Prevention Pilot Project. The project is a three-year project from 20 to 2023. It's funded by the province of Manitoba, the Manitoba Beef Producers, and the Manitoba Sheep Association. We have representatives from the Manitoba Sheep Association, Beef Producers, Agricultural Resource Development, the Trappers Association, and Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada. We should note that Manitoba Agriculture and Resource Development is now the home of some of the people that you formerly would have recognized within Conservation Department, Uh, but they are in one department and they are on our team now. Our mission statement is very simple. It's to reduce predator and livestock interactions. If we can reduce their interactions, hopefully we can reduce the mortalities. Our themes, livestock management to reduce predator interactions, and predator mitigation strategies. Number one, we want to go through some livestock management proven techniques. So number one, improve animal health. A limping cow, a laying around calf is not what we want to see. We're going to try and get a veterinarian in and see if we can help you traverse those things or remove those things from the easy picking pastures. We don't want the predators uh, getting at them. Number two, remove any food source, no carcasses. So what we're trying to ask for is we're going to find a way to have no reason for predators to come back to frequent your farm. You're never going to stop predators from walking through, but hopefully when they do walk through, they just keep going. They don't hang around because they found a little bit of a food source. And number three, we're going to talk about grouping livestock have tighter groups of livestock with no compromised animals in the group. Hopefully that will also reduce predation risk. Theme two, predator management. Can we fence the predators out during vulnerable periods, calving, lambing, weaning? You know, we can do things like physical fence, such as page wire, electric wire, electric mesh. We can do psychological fence, flattery wire, guardian dogs, lights, We can also work on trapping and removal of problem predators. That was Ray Bittner, project lead for the Livestock Predation Prevention Pilot Project, giving us an update yesterday at Manitoba Beef Producers Annual General Meeting. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Egg Wire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.